0: It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and welcome back to episode number 24, uh, where we are talking all about what I've learned being in a mastermind and how that relates to my philosophy on what the next generation of business is and the whole thing that I've been talking about with creating a unique signature experience in your business. So you're gonna wanna stay tuned because there are, we're gonna talk about three giant things that I learned that really helped me to get super clear on my own thought leadership about this next generation business and Again, how that relates to creating the signature experience and what I've been teaching for years and years and years. Before I get to that, I wanna just give you some updates of some things that are happening. Number one, if you haven't done so already, uh, make sure that you go to teresacantley.com forward slash vision, I have a free audio file on there that gives you five strategies, five things that having a clear, compelling vision will help you to do to grow your business. And getting super clear on the vision that you have, not just for the present of your business, but actually for the future, years out, is one of the first things that we work on. To get super clear on that, to assess where you are, but then also to get super clear on where you want to go. And that's one of the first steps that we go through when we are working on creating that signature experience in your business. Signature experience is not, you know, you come into the business, you sit down, you know, to get something to eat, and it's about how people wait on you, and it's about um, the type of food that you serve. It is way more than that. Way more, and people don't realize it until we really start digging in and we build this out. So, definitely, if you haven't done it yet, it is a great, great resource, a great tool. It's an audio file, it's about a half an hour long, and there's also a worksheet that you can download as well to get you started and to really help you to start brainstorming some things so that you can get clear on where it is that you want to go and what it is that you wanna do. So if you haven't done that already, make sure that you go to teresacantleycom forward slash vision and download that file. The second thing is if you haven't done so already, and I know you have, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because when you subscribe, you will get notifications every week when we release new episodes. And I have so many ideas for episodes moving forward. We are going to have some guests on, some surprise guests, some people that I work with, So they're actual like executive chefs, business owners, and also some people that I have reached out to and have connected with and we are working on figuring out their schedule so we can get them on the podcast. Plus also just my own experiences and tips and strategies and things that you can do to help you to build your own signature experience and also to help grow your business and just be a better leader and what that looks like you know, moving forward in the new experience economy. So make sure that you subscribe and you can subscribe by going to TeresaCantley.com forward slash iTunes. You can also catch me on Google Play, which is TeresaCantley.com forward slash Google Play, and then also Stitcher as well. So make sure that you definitely subscribe so you get notifications every week when new episodes are released because there's some a ton of amazing content come down the road. And there's a ton of amazing content that we've already put out there. So if you haven't done so already, definitely make sure that you you do that. Also, if you haven't done so already, I would love, love, love to get your feedback as far as, you know, what you think about the podcast, things that you would like to hear about Maybe there's something that you're struggling with in your business, an area of it that I can help with. And I would love to either feature you on the podcast or also talk about whatever it is that you have been struggling with. But I would also just love to get your feedback as far as what you like, what you don't like. And the way that I can get that is in a review. And I read all of the reviews. So I would love, love, love if you would leave me a review. That would be amazing. So I can give you a shout out. Talk about today's episode, which is something that my thought leadership for the past, gosh, I don't know how many years, since I started my business, has been all about. And I haven't quite been able to fully put it into words until more recently. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about it and about how joining a mastermind and and hiring business coaches has helped me to really come to this conclusion about my thought leadership, which is all about the next generation of business and really how that ties into creating a signature experience in your business like i said people think an experience is about what you when you walk through the door what you smell and the services that you offer and the food that you have in your menu and how people are greet you and yes that is all part of it but it's much 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 more than that it's really all about figuring out what your mission your vision your purpose your brand is all about and then taking that and infusing it into your business, into every part of your business to create those five signature key experiences that make up that huge, unique signature experience that really then helps you to transform your brand into just being iconic. And over the past two years, well, let's talk about what my view is of being a next generation business, like the next generation of business. What does that mean? What is this new experience economy? And people have asked me about this. Um, I told, I talked about the story about the um, intern that I had to work with, who was like, you're the first person I've ever heard talk about this. Like most people are like, when you market a product, you have a product that you sell in your business and you market that product and you find the target market and then you match it and you sell the product. And it's like, I have my own philosophy about this, and it, and it originates, and I've talked about this many times, from working for a an entrepreneur many years ago, and I'm going to date myself, when I was 17, actually I think I started working for him when I was 16, selling shoes. <laughs> and it wasn't about the shoes, it was about what happened when people came there, and what they were struggling with, and then the transformation that they went through, and the experience that we created to get them to a point where they could be pain free, on the other end, by buying the right shoes for whatever was going on with them. I mean, yes, some of the shoes, a lot of the shoes that we sold, I wouldn't call them high fashion shoes, but they were really good shoes like Nayote, Echo, um, SAS, Birkenstock. What was the one that we sold? Beauty, Beauty Feet, Beauty, Beauty Feel, Beauty Feel. That's what it was. And just really, really good shoes that looked nice too. But depending on what kind of ailment you had with your feet or your back or your toes or your hips, even your neck is, is affected depending on how you stand. If you're wearing bad shoes and you have neck issues, that could be affected. I mean, we even have people who had major headaches and depending on how their hips were and their spine was placed and, and if, it, if something was out of alignment, they would get massive headaches. So knowing how to match shoes with what people were struggling with, really became, I mean, it was a big deal, big deal. And we, it was all about this business and what I learned from there. It was all about the transformation that people went through. People would come in there either frustrated, you know, people who we had a lot of chefs that came in that were on their feet all day, had leg pain. We had a lot of people who had, um, who had a lot of leg pain I experience that myself now. I had a blood clot in my leg and since then I have lymphedema. So I, my left leg swells a lot, my left calf and my left foot and I have to wear, I hate wearing them. I have to wear compression stockings and I hate it. But the knowledge that I had from back then, I know what shoes to wear and what not to wear to help my foot. And, you know, we used to get a lot of people that had a lot of leg pain and to see them come into a business and really go from being in pain or being frustrated to getting relief and being able to walk and being able to stand all day as, you know, we had nurses and chefs that would come in, not slipping, you know, on in slippery environments and just feeling good and being able to do their job better just because they purchased and invested in a pair of shoes, a pair of good shoes, and had some education as to what would work and what wouldn't work. So that, I learned how to do all of that years and years ago, and I carried it through all throughout my, my career and then building my business and could never really quite put it into words what exactly my thought leadership really was around. And this kind of, like I said, is my opinion about the next generation of business and what it is that I really do for people. And the next generation of business really has five key things that it comes down to, which again, is what ends up creating the experience economy. It is no longer about promoting solely just your product, your service, your food on your menu, you know, what it is that you do in your business. That is the old school. That is the old way of business. And this definitely, you know, for some people, this is a mindset shift that takes a little bit to really embrace. Apple embraced it. Totally Apple embraced it. Anthropology, I love their whole, you know, mission and everything. Again, they embraced it. Zappos embraced it. And it's all about, we move from being a product economy, which has a lot of businesses that are solely focused on that, have become commodities, restaurants, I mean, if you think about it, there's restaurants all over the place and potentially they can become a commodity unless they become and really absorb the philosophy behind the next generation of business, which is the experience economy. So in my mind, it is number one, all about the transformation. It's all about how you can improve someone's life and transform where they came from, like how they were when they, before they found out about you and how they are after, which is light years opposite. You know, they can go from struggling and frustrated and overwhelmed to having hope and really being able to you know have a complete transformation where they are happy and are filled with joy or you know are become a raving fan a raving a customer that wants to come back time and time again and you do that by creating a transformation in the experience that you create an experience where you know for restaurants it's flavors that linger long past the last cleared plate it is creating moments that surprise and flavors that delight and experiences that like trans take you to a whole other place and you can create all that in your business but it, you have to think about that transformation that you want to create for people number 2 is that you are not afraid to collaborate to find solutions and the i think in my mind the medical world and i came from the laboratory research industry they really Once they stopped, you know, saying, these are our results in particularly cancer research, these are our results and we're not sharing and we're not going to collaborate. Once they stopped that and different research institutions started comparing notes and they started collaborating with each other, we started getting, I mean, my best friend has pancreatic cancer. I mean, pancreatic cancer research has come so far and she, and because of it, like she is here and she's thriving and doing amazing. So the next generation of business is all about collaborating to find solutions faster, even with local businesses, collaborating to find solutions and come up with new innovations and inventions a lot faster. It's about out of the box thinking and not in the box thinking, drawing inspiration from outside of your industry to create amazing things, to create that experience in your business. And it's all about creativity. It is not about like going by the book, following the rules, not ruffling feathers. Even when you create your content, when you are putting stuff out there, not being afraid to be creative, to say what you think, to say what you how you feel, to create something new, to create something that surprises, to be a disruptor in your industry from being creative. And using, like infusing this throughout all these things that we're talking about throughout your organization, no longer are there silos of things. There are cross departments, research, like I said, going back to um, either even academia or pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry, different chemistry is now talking to and working with R&D and, you know, is working with, you know, some of the other areas and it's no longer about silos. It's about being creative and drawing inspiration, like I said, from outside of your industry, which is something that I preach and teach all day, every day to anybody that I work with and even on this podcast. But it's all about creativity and not being afraid to ruffle feathers, not being afraid to push the envelope and carve your own path, set your own trends. You know, you don't have to follow the, follow the leader. You can be the leader. And the final thing is when you can infuse all of this, that's how you can really get people to take ownership of their job and their performance. When you share, when people, when teams are collaborating, we can find and do things faster. When we focus on the transformation, we can like just get people to own the performance that they're having in their, in their job and own, take ownership of what they are actually doing. And that's how, you know, so many people are like, oh, money's a motivator. Well, not necessarily. I mean, yes, everybody wants to make money, but it's not the ultimate motivator. When people can be empowered and and really take ownership and get their ideas out there and have their ideas be heard, that is a far bigger motivator than money will ever be. It's just you need to figure that out with your team and infuse all of these things into your business. So in my mind, that's the next generation of business. And again, this comes out in the whole building your signature experience and not focusing on promoting the products in your business or the food on your menu, but promoting and putting out there and creating a, an experience like no other, like no other in your industry that really makes you iconic. And infusing that experience into the experience you create for your employees The experience you create for your your leadership team. The experience you create for you, your customers, and your community. So this is the thought leadership that I have had for a, a really long time. And putting it, taking that and putting it into words. Because I have always been about, you know, how and just really like dug in. And just totally like interested in people and interaction and connection that people and how to make that better, how to humanize business, how to humanize the restaurant industry even more so that we can create, like I said, flavors that delight and moments that surprise. And, you know, way long after the last plate is cleared and to really infuse inspiration from outside. Who says just because you know, you have a restaurant doesn't mean you can't teach classes just because you have a restaurant doesn't mean that you can't have festivals just because you have a restaurant doesn't mean that you can't, you know, have wine tastings and whiskey pairings and, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. And joining this year or last year, and then this year, I made the decision to join a mastermind and to work. I've been working with business coaches for many, many years, But in particular, the past two years have really started to kind of unearth or really put my thought leadership to really understand what it was all about. I mean, I always understood the strategy and the vision and the marketing and, and all of that stuff. But creating, really putting into words that whole thing of, my thought leadership being all about bringing businesses into the next generation, which is all about the experience economy. It's all about focusing on building an experience in your business so that you're not a commodity, so that you are differentiated. And what you do has even more value because it's not about just solely about having somebody buy you know, the the stuff that you're selling in your store, it's about creating an experience like no other in your business. It's about creating a transformation for people. I mean, people come in from a hard day's work, they're frustrated, they're stressed, they've never been to your restaurant before, they come in and as soon as they walk into the building, they are transformed, they feel comfortable, they feel relaxed, and they're transformed into another space and place that, next thing you know, they forget about the stressors of life and they're just enjoying and gathering. No TVs, heads out of their phones. They're just enjoying the conversation and connecting and interacting with people in a positive way. So in order to do this, the main things that I've, to create this, you know, to bring your business into the next generation, there are some key things that you need to do and they're not what you think probably. And it's so funny because they are key things that I have actually learned from being in my mastermind and working with these amazing business mentors and coaches over the past several years that have really taken my business and up-leveled my business so that I can help people up-level their businesses. So the first thing is, and the first thing that will help you to bring your business into the next generation and build that super unique experience that is yours and only yours are number one to have that realization that you are the limitations in your business there is not a shortage of opportunities it's not your team members if you want to transform your business you are the only one that can transform it as a business owner as a CEO and I have another episode coming out about the the difference between a CEO and someone who just owns a business. But, you know, one of the things that I really teach people how to do is to own their future and not just be a business owner, not just own a business. And part of that is that realization that you are your only limitation in your business. I work with many business owners and they tell me all the time, you know, we have these, they have these goals but then they defend why they haven't achieved the goals or they'll defend why they can't make a hard decision in their business. And all that is, is fighting for your own limitations. When you become the limitation in your business, you can't bring it into the next generation. You can't come up with what the transformation is. You can't have people collaborate and bring creativity into your business. When you have to control everything and do everything and the way that you're showing up is exactly that. As a control master, you can't be the visionary. You can't bring, you can't build a signature experience because what the energy that is going behind and feeding into that experience is desperation and control And limitation. If you're fighting for your limitations instead of functioning and stepping into future possibility, you're never the energy that you're putting behind it is not going to bring your business into that next generation. Which is why a lot of business owners stay frustrated and overwhelmed. They blame everybody and every everything outside of them. They blame for why they can't achieve success in their business. And until they stop doing that, they'll never achieve that transformation. They'll never have that change that they really want to have in their business. How you show up is so, on a daily basis, is so critical. Which leads me to my next point, the next big giant takeaway that I have is who you are, and how you show up is so super critical to what you create. Your energy and preserving your energy is key. So if you're focused on drama, if you're focused on looking at what the competition is doing, if you're focused on, you know, if you're solely focused on your numbers and you're panicking, you're looking at your bank account every single day, you're going to continue to draw more of that to you. You're going to continue to watch your profits in your business and the and the money flow out of your business and not flow into your business. If you are not preserving your energy and like I said you're focused on the drama and the junk and the crap and I've seen many business owners get into this. Well, the energy you're not preserving your energy and conserving your energy for what you really need to do. You're focusing on the drama which is going to continue to keep you struggling and focusing on the frustration instead of focusing on what you really need to focus on and not having focusing on those things day in and day out takes your energy and it takes your vibration. If we want to get a little woo woo here and it takes it down 50 notches. So you're functioning at a lower vibration which is going to continue to bring more of lower vibration conversations and people into your business. How can you get people to take ownership of their job when you're not even taking ownership yourself of what you're doing? And I heard this term a long time ago. I think it was from originally from Stephen Pressfield in the war of art, I think is what it was called, his book. And he uses the term being pro. When you are being pro, you know what the vital few things are that you need to do in your business. When you're being pro, you know how to take control of your thoughts and your emotions. If you let, if you have a feeling about something and a thought about that feeling and about a situation and about a belief, Well, guess what? And you end up assigning meaning to it, negative meaning. So then you just keep going around in a circle and end up getting flustered and more frustrated and you just can't get out of your own way. So someone who is pro, being pro, they know how to recognize that fast, that maybe they have a belief, which is just a sentence that keeps replaying in your head and you keep having thoughts about that belief. The belief is just the sentence. The thought is the sentence repeating over and over and over again. And someone who is being pro knows how to recognize that pretty fast and can reverse it as just as quickly, can take it and reverse it and say, no, this is what I need to focus on. I am assigning a meaning that really this doesn't have that meaning. I am assigning it and I need to reverse it. I need to reorient my thoughts so that I can get out of this swirl and Choose a different thought because we always have that choice. Choose a different thought so that I can keep moving forward and get the results that I wanna get. So who you are and how you show up every day is so critical to what you're gonna create. If you feel like junk mentally and physically because you're eating poor, you're not sleeping, you're stressed out, you have a lot of anxiety, and you're assigning really crappy meaning to things, well, do you really think you can create from a place of that? I don't think so. And at one point long ago, I was in that space. I was so stressed and so overworked and so overwhelmed and booking myself you know, back to back to back with appointments. So when it came time to create, there was nothing left in the gas tank <laughs> to create from. So conserving your energy and spending energy on what is most important is so, so key. You know, I had a conversation yesterday with someone about scaling their business. And I said to them, Scaling has nothing, I mean, really, it's little about strategy and it's little about tactics. It's all about you getting super clear on the vision that you have for your business and where you wanna go in the future and then aligning yourself with an amazing team and letting them be empowered to make important decisions and you staying focused on driving that vision. So it really means you doing less so that your business can grow. It means taking care of that team. And like I said, bringing the right people on, making sure that your team members aren't overworked and overwhelmed and stressed out, taking care of them and doing, staying in integrity and doing what you say you're gonna do. If you're not showing up that way, you can't create from a space like that. And the third thing is is really asking yourself, what does a done business look like? What does it look like to have wins in your business and have your business be super successful? What does that really look like? And constantly having that vision in front of you and communicating it to your team all the time. All the time. Communicating it to your team so that they know what that success looks like They know what the vision is and what your vision is and what you believe a win would be and making sure that you're communicating it to them all the time. Saying it once isn't going to do. You got to say it and say it again and say it again so that that vision is constantly in front of them because that vision is what's going to motivate them. That's what's going to help them rally around you. But when you don't do that and you think just one time is going to do it, People, people forget. Things happen. Daily things happen. You know, events happen. And if they're not consistently reminded and they're not consistently motivated by it, well, they forget. So asking yourself, what would a done business look like? And this was the biggest question that my mentor asked us in the beginning of the year. What would it be? What would it look like to be a big deal? What would it look like to have to have a giant breakthrough in your business? What would that look like to you? What would a big breakthrough and a done business, a super successful business? What would that look like? And then after that, the next question is, what would you need to do differently in order, like if you already had that happen, what would you have done differently? And then the third thing is, how do you need to shift now in order to really align with that business that has already seen the success, that has already done the amazing things? Because how you are showing up today is going to dictate the results that you get, the success that you see today and in the future. So consistently having that that vision of what that successful business looks like, what those wins look like, or what does it mean, and then moving from that space every day consistently so that you can be that person, that entrepreneur, and your team can be that team today so that they can achieve those things in the future. And learning those things, those key takeaways, you are the one that's gonna transform your business and you are the limitations in your business. If you're not showing up, your team's not gonna show up. If you're not taking care of them, well, how are they gonna be able to do stuff? If you're not pushing them to be their highest self and holding a space for them to achieve their you know, highest potential, well, how do you expect them to do it? If you're not taking responsibility for everything that happens in your business, and when I say that, I mean, I don't mean like you have to take control over everything. I mean, if something doesn't go right because you didn't empower someone to make a decision, well, then that's going to come back on you, right? If you're continuing to fight for your limitations and make excuses as to why you set goals, but then you have excuses as to why something doesn't happen, well, How is that gonna move your business forward? And also who you are, you need to be pro. Who you are and how you show up every day is so critical to what you create. Making sure that you conserve your energy for the right things and you don't focus your energy on staying busy, procrastinating, which is all a form of fear anyway, and really owning who you are and what you wanna do. I have a friend who consistently, and he admitted it, consistently does things to distract him away from the work that he wants to do and he couldn't figure out why. Well, the underlying reason was because he was afraid. There was a fear there because he was stepping into who he really needed to become instead of staying in a place of comfort in his comfort zone, which wasn't moving his business forward. And the third one is asking yourself and communicating it consistently. What does a breakthrough year look like for you and your business? What does that super successful business look like and how do you need to start acting now as if you've already achieved it? When you can do those things, those key takeaways, that is how you can really, it's not a different strategy. (laughs) It's not a new tactic. It's looking at things differently. It's owning who you are, what makes you unique, what you're all about, and really standing in that so that you can bring your business into and be the next generation business, a new generation of business that cares about the transformation, that cares about creativity, that cares about bringing their team together and creating a new, unlike any other experience in their business that incorporates the things that they do and the things that they sell, but more important, wants to provide a transformation for for their customers. That is how we do it. And like I said, working with business mentors, with my mentors and my coaches and joining this mastermind and really digging in to the tough stuff, the stuff that people don't necessarily want to dig into, which it's all about the difference that you want to make and all about what makes you unique and what you really need to do to move your business into the next generation, into the new generation. Instead of being a commodity, you want to be an icon. So I hope this episode helped you. And until next time, let's focus on being next generation businesses because those businesses are the businesses that are going to inspire and transform the lives of others and make this world way better than we originally found it.